Porn Free Radio, episode 67. In episode 66, I talked about passiveness, and I'm going to continue that discussion today. And I'm going to share with you one of my favorite quotes of all time about the passive will. And just to warn you that one time I used this quote in a teaching at church, and after I was done speaking, someone who was in the audience asked, if I could step outside, they wanted to tell me something. And as I went outside, I realized this wasn't going to go well because this person started yelling at me. They got in my face. They were they were so incensed by this quote that I'm going to read um, that they they <laughs> I felt like they were almost going to physically attack me. So you'll have to hang on for that. The quote that actually almost got me into a fight. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach, and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. All right, welcome back to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for guys who want to live 100% porn free. In this episode, as I said, I'll be talking about the passive will and I'll be sharing one of my favorite quotes by writer Leanne Payne. So if you're a Leanne Payne fan out there, you will want to hang tight for this quote because it's a great quote. And I'll get into that in a second. I want to give you an opportunity just to hear about coaching, I, I'm happy to say a couple, let's see, three guys started in the last week or two, and um, which has been cool. It's been busy, but fun working with guys, building plans, and starting to get um, them going. Now, why would you consider coaching? I said this uh, in a couple of episodes ago, but this is something that I'm really getting clear about and really want to focus in on. And it's three questions. When was the last time you were completely honest about everything related to do with your porn struggle with someone? When when did you just really come clean, really get uh, current with someone and just say, this is what it looks like. This is what I've done. This is the extent of it. That's question number one. Question number two is, do you talk to that person regularly? If, they, if you've had a check-in where you've told all your stuff and kind of come clean, is it someone you talk to on a regular basis? And three, does that person, if you've done one and two, does that person have a significant amount of recovery in this area where they can really give you good feedback and guidance and really help you make good decisions? Now, here's the thing. When you have a weakness in an area, it's really hard sometimes to see clarity. It's really hard to get to the focus that you need. Sometimes you have blind spots. That's the pretty much the definition of a weakness. And that's where a coach really comes in. Now, there's other opportunities that you might have to work with a pastor, someone in, in a peer group, a friend, an accountability partner. And they're all helpful. They're all helpful tools in the toolbox. But a coach can really speak into a specific area. A coach is a specialist 
And that's what I do in sprint coaching. So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, go to pornfreeradio.com slash coaching. That's pornfreeradio.com slash coaching. And let's get started today. There's an application you fill out, and then we'll have a call where we'll really talk about what coaching looks like and what it would look like for you. Because the key thing you need to know about coaching is it's all about you. It's about what you bring to the table. So go to pornfreeradio.com slash coaching and let's get started. All right, I teased this at the top of the show and I don't have a lot of notes today. I kind of am doing this uh, off the cuff again just because uh, last episode I talked about passiveness and I got more email about that episode than any episode I've ever done. I got episode or I got uh, email from uh, old coaching clients. I got email from listeners. I got email from wives of listeners. I mean, I literally heard from dozens of people about the show. And I, I got a little, uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to pornfreeradio.com uh, slash 66. That's episode 66. Go back and listen to it. I get a little excited. I go off script and, um, and it had an effect. And I think the the basics of what I heard, most of it was good. I got a couple of critical emails, but the basics, what I heard was this. It's a good reminder for all of us struggling with this, that we need to continue to be proactive, that we cannot get into passivity. We cannot give in to passivity. We can't take the foot off the pedal of recovery because this addiction and this struggle with pornography always has a way of sort of drawing us back in if we don't if we don't pay the right attention to it that it needs. And so that was, you know, that was kind of the what a lot of the uh, emails were like, you know, it's a good reminder. It's, uh, it's, it's it was helpful for me this week because I had a relapse and I just really need to um, take take responsibility for this and move forward. Uh, I also saw, you know, some people wrote, hey, I just want you to know that I'm putting some things in action. I actually got a number of people who wrote about things that we've talked about on Porn Free Radio that they're actually implementing. Um, One guy talked about how, you know, he came clean with his wife, set up an accountability relationship with a guy at church. They've been meeting every week for, for months and, uh, you know, he just wanted to let me know that not everyone who listens is passive, is just sort of taking it in. So that that was great to hear. It was great to hear people get fired up. Even if you got a little angry at me or a little annoyed, it was great to hear the passion and the energy coming back at me. Because sometimes when I'm sitting in my room recording porn-free radio, I'm asking, is anyone getting this? You know, I know I get emails back and people listen, but... Is anyone really getting it? Are people doing it? And that's what I heard resoundingly. Yes, we're doing it. We want to keep doing it. This is important. Good reminder. Let's keep going. So anyway, I wanted to talk just a little more about the passive will because it's just something that comes to me every once in a while. As I said last week, I sometimes get annoyed with the posture that some people have when they contact me. It's not just with coaching, but it's as, as a podcaster, I get asked a lot of questions, but the questions come from a place of what can you do for me or how is your plan or how is your program going to help me? 
and you know, kind of even asking asking questions that I've answered in the podcast. It's it's not that I'm annoyed with people, but it's the posture. It's it's about me. It's a lot about Matt Dopshoots in these emails, and it's not about them. It's like they're shifting the responsibility of dealing with porn over to me. And I want to push it back into their court. I want to hit the ball back. That's the sign of a good coach. And, and you know, even in, when I say coach, you know, I'm podcasting here too and I'm creating content. And what I'm trying to do is ultimately I want this content, anything I say, to land back in your court. It's not about me telling you what to do. It's not about just my story. And I, and I don't mind sharing my story. It's about what are you going to do with the ball? What is your plan going to look like? How are you going to be proactive? How are you going to take the ownership back? And so sometimes I, just people sometimes contact me, but it's in a way where they it's like they want me to do it for them. And so the quote that I wanted to share was from Leanne Payne, and I don't remember which book is from. I've had this quote for years and I email it to people every once in a while when I get kind of passive emails. This used to be when uh, friends of mine at church would email me. A lot of times for the last, uh, I don't know, 12, 13 years, people when they would have a significant setback with pornography would contact me and just kind of, I would be like their first point of confession, their first person they told partly because they knew my history and they knew my recovery and some of my stuff. And so they would start with me. And sometimes they would really take ownership and responsibility. But as I said, sometimes there was this passiveness like, Matt, I need your help. But kind of like they were shifting the responsibility of the addiction back to me. And so I would always send back this quote. And this this definitely pissed people off when I emailed it to them. But here's what it is. And I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it as Leanne Payne wrote it. Leanne Payne was a, a woman. Um, I'm going to write it. I'm going to read it as she originally wrote it. And then I'm going to change it just a little bit to, to get a little more fine-tuned uh, with our message here on Porn Free Radio. And just so you know, she was a religious woman, a religious writer. So she talks about God and sin here and rebellion. So for those of you guys who are non-religious or you know in a different faith, just listen to the words and I'm going to explain how they relate to us. But I think you can get something out of this. So let me read the quote. I've, I've sold it. You know, I've built it up. So let me read it here. Sometimes we discover that we just plain want to hang on to the sinful behavior. And some of us even have to face the fact that we hope to blame God for not healing us. We see right away when we were dealing with a passive will, someone who looks lumpishly to a counselor or minister of God to do what only he himself can do. All such things as these come to the fore, along with the memories of where the heart opened itself to envy, bitterness, lust, and so on. Then, in full confession of our sins, we acknowledge our rank foolishness and our propensity to pride and rebellion, and we make a decision about sin. 
All right, let me break this down. I'm not going to read it again because it's a long quote, but let me break it down into how it relates to us. So Leanne Payne is saying sometimes we we just plain want to hang on to the sinful behavior. Like that's just that's just a normal thing for us, for guys who are motivated to quit looking at porn. Sometimes we discover that we just plain want to hang on to the porn. And that's just something you need to be aware of. There's a part of you that wants to hang on to this porn. And so if you're getting thwarted, if you're having a hard time getting over the hump, sometimes it's important to just look and go, you know what? There's a part of me that wants to hang on to this. As much as I, you know, a lot of times this happens to religious guys, as much as they have a strong faith and conviction and are in conflict with their faith about pornography, there's a part of them that wants to hang on to it. And there's a part in us that wants to hang on to it. So that's that's key to acknowledge first when you're looking at passivity. That if you're passive and you're not taking action, you will go back to the porn. Because there's a part of you that wants to hang on to it. Oh, Another way to think about it is you're either moving towards the porn or you're moving away from it. And so if you're being passive, if you're withdrawing a little bit and you're not going forward, chances are you're going back to the porn because there's a part of you that wants to hang on to it. Now, the next thing she says is some of us have even even have to face the fact that we want to blame God for not healing us. So how many people out there have gone to their higher power, have prayed, Take this away from me. Or maybe even if you're not religious, you've thought, if only I could just be healed of this thing. If if I could just not have this obsession. And we almost want to blame something that's happened to us or the lack of freedom that we have on someone else or on God. We want to put it on God. And what we do when we do that is we basically don't take responsibility. We want to put the blame on God, and uh, and then we just go back to the sin. We go back to the porn. And the reason why is because there's a part of us that wants to hang on to it. So there's a part of us that wants to hang on to it, and then there's a part of us that wants to blame someone else or something for not getting healed, which leads us right back to, well, I might as well look again because I, I secretly want to still keep doing this. Okay. So that's a pattern that's going on. Now, when I talk about sin in this context, what I'm talking about is really going to the porn. Sin has a loaded word, is a loaded word for some people. uh, And uh, but on Porn Free Radio, when we talk about sin, we're talking about the process of acting out the things that we've determined are unhealthy for us, for guys who want to quit looking at porn. And so that's what I'm talking about when I talk about sin in this particular case. All right, let's keep going. So she, she then sort of takes a step back as sort of a minister uh, perspective. And she says, we see right away when we're dealing with a passive will, someone who looks lumpishly to a counselor or minister to do what only he himself can do. So I love how she says this. She talks about a passive will as being a type of person. 
And it's someone who looks lumpishly to the counselor or the minister, or in this case, the podcaster, to do what only he himself can do. That's the thing that I react to in some of these emails, is ultimately it's about what you're going to do, what you need to do. I can't tell you, uh, you know, to get rid of YouTube off your phone. I can't tell you to get rid of your laptop or get a get you know some filter or I can't tell you to be completely transparent and honest with your wife. I can't prescribe those things. Those are the things that only you can do for yourself. I can't do them for you. I it would be it would be impractical, but it would also be harmful for me to step in and take responsibility for the things you need to do. And even the decisions about what you need to do really need to come from you. And so, you know, definitely Liam Payne saw that, um, is this, this idea of lumpishing, look, looking lumpishly to a counselor or a minister, or a pastor, or an expert, a therapist. And so she just paints this picture. She goes on. She says, all such things as these come to the fore. They mean they come forward. You know, we have to sort of look at the memories of where our heart opened itself up to envy or bitterness, lust. You know, what are the things that we have, um, that have driven us to porn? What are the things that are in, in the inside, the things that are really going on in our hearts? And we just have to be open to what are those things? Is it envy? Is it anxiety? Is it is it lust? Is it some deeper um, type of thing that we're getting out of this porn? Are we wanting affirmation? Are we jealous? Are we angry? What is the thing? What are the emotions? What are the negative things that are drawing us towards the porn? And then she goes on to say, then in a full confession of our sins, we acknowledge our rank foolishness and our propensities to pride and rebellion. And we make a decision about sin. Now, the, the idea of confession and telling someone, I started the show by talking about coaching. When was the last time you told someone the whole truth of what's going on with you? The reason why this is so hard is because we have to be vulnerable. We have to expose what's underneath the surface of what we're projecting. And we need, to be, we need to acknowledge some of the foolishness, some of the selfishness, the narcissism, the things that are going into our porn. We need to acknowledge there's pride. We don't want to ask for help. We wanted to keep this a secret. We wanted to deal with this on our own. We need to acknowledge rebellion. There's a part of us that has an FU about this with porn. When we have a tough day, when we're, you know, having a tough time in our relationships, we want to take care of ourselves. We want to hang on to the porn. It's a little bit of an FU. We don't, we want to do our own thing and we want to be left alone. And we don't want to be honest. We don't want to go through the steps of being really vulnerable. We don't want to look stupid. You know, the one guy who got in my face and was yelling at me about this, he said, I called everybody in that room foolish. That was the word that triggered him. And 
I understand why that word triggered him. We do not want to look foolish. We don't want to look stupid, especially if we've relapsed. You know, we're, we're, we're okay telling our story like, yeah, I used to struggle with porn if it's in the past. But we hate having to say, Saturday night, I relapsed. Sunday, I um, had a, a free hour and, and looked at porn. Monday morning before work, I got up and dabbled a little bit. You know, Tuesday, uh, I watched a video on YouTube. Or Wednesday, I, at lunch, uh, went to the bathroom at work and jumped on my phone. Or Thursday, I called a 900 number. Or Friday, I listened to a sexy story uh, with my podcast app. Or Saturday, I went uh, on a moral vacation uh, through my through the Facebook timelines of friends and strangers. You know, we hate looking stupid and foolish. But the most important thing that she says at the very end of this big statement is after the awareness that we want to hang on to this, after the awareness that we want to blame God or someone else about not being recovered, after the awareness that we want to lumpishly look to someone else to take care of what only we can do ourselves, after the confession and the opening up about everything, the foolishness, the pride, the rebellion, after all that, what do we need? We need to make a decision about sin. And in this case, a decision about the porn. And this is the most powerful part. We need to decide after we get through this process of awareness and and digging through some of the the things that motivate our heart and the things that are hidden and the things we want to hang on to. We need to decide. And so last week's episode, episode 66, if I didn't say it, what I was challenging you to is to decide, are you going to take action with this? Or are you just going to download this show every other week or whenever I put it out and and just just kind of listen and kind of agree, but never really take action? Because this show is about making a decision about porn. No longer just, just biding our time with it or just sort of getting through it and struggling and relapsing. No, this is about making a decision. I wanted to share a quote that I I got from Carrie Oberbrunner, who's a writer and another podcaster. Um, His podcast is called Igniting Souls Podcast. So hold on, let me read this quote right now. Okay, Carrie writes, Decide is an interesting word. We use it casually, but it carries some serious weight. Decide comes from the Latin word, Decider, which means to cut off. It's relative to cadir, which means to cut or to kill. So when you make a decision, you're literally killing your options. You're cutting off other opportunities and possibilities. And this is why decisions are often so difficult. You know, decisions come with a cost. And so you delay making them. 
You think delaying solves the problem, but it only prolongs the pain. What you fail to realize is that not making a decision is actually a decision. You'll never have the exact same opportunity again. And by choosing not to decide, you choose to stay exactly where you are. And when we finally do make a decision, we feel a loss. And this small death must be grieved appropriately. When we make a decision, we kill off the chances of going back. We've cut off that as, a, as a, an option for us. But that death, that cutting off, especially with porn, I'm, I'm not reading now, that b- death is necessary to create space in our life for the recovery, for the freedom. But it has to happen. So when we decide about porn, the only option for us, if we're part of the Porn Free Radio community, is to cut it off, to do what it takes to kill it as an option, and to make the decision. Cut off the opportunities, the possibilities. Stop giving it room in our lives. But it's difficult. It's just like Carrie says, it's difficult. Decisions come with a cost. And, and we, delay, we delay it because we know it. We know we're going to have to give this up. And we know it's hard. And there's a part of us, as I said, that wants to hang on to it. And some of us want to delay it. That's, that's maybe what I hear sometimes in these passive emails. It's, and I, I did say this, you know, I said last week, um, you know, someone talking to me about maybe doing some recovery work in the summer, like, like things are going to be better then to deal with it. And it's, it's a delay. It's a delay in making the decision. And we want to delay the decision. But what we don't realize is as, as we delay, we delay the pain. We think it solves the problem. We put it off, but it only prolongs the pain. And there's one more thing that he says that I think is incredibly important for us. And we forget this, I think, is that this is a loss for us. For many of us, for years, we've used porn as a security blanket, as a comfort, as a way to take care of ourselves. And pulling off this Band-Aid is not easy. Pulling off this security place in our life, this contentment that we try to get from porn is not easy. And it is a real loss. I used to tell my wife years after, years after recovery, that I was in recovery, I'd say, you know, I had a hard day today. I'm not feeling sad. I would really like to look at porn. And she wasn't triggered or upset because she knew what I meant. It's that I miss that intoxicating, numbing quality of porn. And that loss, when we make a decision, we feel that loss. That small death must be grieved appropriately. We need to give ourselves room to grieve. And some of you guys who are religious or have a faith, 
you don't give room to that grief because in order to, to sort of grieve the loss or mourn it, you feel like somehow it's unspiritual. You know, it's like you're longing for this sinful thing, right? This thing that you've deemed as an enemy of, of your faith. But the truth is, it's you've tried to meet a need with it. There's a reason that you've gone to this porn over and over again. And it's not just your carnal lust. It's a, it has a lot to do with your heart. It has a lot to do with trying to get comfort and trying to get secured and trying to feel love. And those are things that you can get from other sources. And, and my faith tells us we can, we can get that from God. But it's hard, nonetheless, to cut something off, to cut it off, to really decide. But it's necessary because once we cut it off, that gives room in our life for the recovery, that gives room in our life for the freedom, for the new life, for the rebirth. And that's really what it's about. So, guys, I'll have those quotes or I'll, I'll link to, to where they are um, in my show notes at pornfreeradio.com slash 67, pornfreeradio.com slash 67. Guys, tell me what you're doing in order to move forward. What are you letting go of? What are you deciding to do? And make a decision. Make a decision about porn. Make a decision about any nagging parts of recovery that you've been delaying or putting off. And by delaying, you're just prolonging the pain of what needs to be done. Hey, I want to read a couple of great reviews that came in from iTunes over the last month or two. I hadn't noticed, uh, I hadn't looked in iTunes for a while, and I actually clicked in the other day. And I saw uh, four great reviews from the last month or so. So I wanted to read a couple of them right now. Uh, the first one is What Hope, What Light? And it's by, I don't, I'm going to butcher this name. It's French. Co, Co, Cor Joyex MM. So I have no idea what that means. But um, I I first heard Mad's podcast this summer, and it helped me change my perspective on my addiction and struggle with pornography. Matt is very, very invested in his recovery and in helping others reach the same level. His sprint coaching, one-on-one -on -one personal recovery training is absolutely amazing as well. Can't recommend this highly enough. Okay, I think I know who this is, but I'm not sure. But that's an awesome review. Thank you. Um, here's another one. Best podcast ever, five stars. Okay, that's 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 high praise. Um, but he says, or this person, I don't know if it's a he, uh, says most helpful podcast out there for people wanting to overcome porn addiction. Thanks, Matt. And that was from I Love My Noah. So, uh, all right, next one. Thank you, five stars by Dim Chick. Please keep doing the podcast. It's saving my marriage. Thank you for all you're doing. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Last one. Amazing vulnerability. Five stars. Matt has done an incredible, incredible job of telling it like it is so that we can get past the shame and really work on the root causes. Keep it up, brother. So that's from, that's from C, Appreciative Man. 
So guys, I really appreciate these. This is really helpful. I mean, it's great to get feedback, but it's also great to know that this content is landing. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, you can go to pornfreeradio.com slash iTunes. I would appreciate your review. Um, it's not necessary. You can just leave a, a star rating if you want. Uh, but I would appreciate an honest review from you of this show. This show is an interesting show. This isn't a show that people necessarily on Twitter uh, link to a lot of the <laughs> link to our, our episodes. It's kind of private. Uh, so for those of you who really um, are uh, bold and don't don't have an embarrassment about dealing with porn, um, feel free to leave a review there because it's so helpful for people who are checking out the show and trying to get an idea for what this is about. And uh, it's just helpful. It's helpful. It makes it, um, it just makes it really inviting for someone who's really looking for help. So guys, that's it for this episode. If you want to email me, you can email me at matt at pornfreeradio.com, matt at pornfreeradio.com. I will be doing some traveling in the next week or two. So if I don't get back to you right away, Rest assured that your email is safe with me and it's only read by me. And so I will get through it when I can. Um, but I really appreciate your emails. I also appreciate any comments that you want to leave on the show notes. And the show notes for this episode will be pornfreeradio.com slash 67, pornfreeradio.com slash 67. All right. And I promised in last week's show, in episode 66, that I would be getting to some listener emails. And I have probably three or four emails that I want to start answering these questions that have come in over the last month or two. And I'll start that in the shows to come. So we'll have some questions and answers in the next upcoming episodes of Porn Free Radio. So until then, guys, take hope, take action, and make a decision about porn. Be good. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To work with Matt one-on-one, -on -one, go to pornfreeradio.com forward slash coaching and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio in iTunes and leaving a rating and review.